And so growing a business, showing up online, it's not that you hide these things, but you definitely need to set some boundaries and realize not everything is for sharing yet. And then from that experience and experiencing people taking advantage of me or taking these stories and utilizing them to hurt me, I moved to the complete opposite end and became that person who wanted nobody to know anything about me. Very protective, very afraid of being vulnerable, very afraid of people. My saying used to be, I don't leave my house because it's too people-y out there. So both sides had a portion of me that was hurt, tender, unseen, uncertain. And I love and respect both sides of those people I was. But what has created this incredible synergy in how I show up online is the forgiveness of both of those, if we can call it versions of myself. Welcome to the Becoming Iconic Podcast. I am your host, Jen Spiegel. I am a life, business, and brand stylist. And after years of helping thousands of female entrepreneurs grow successful businesses and lives, I was called to bring these delicious conversations forward for those of you who are ready to build, expand, and actually enjoy all the desires of your heart. I'm so confident that this podcast will support you as you start to elevate and pursue the highest version of yourself. Thank you for being here. Sink in and enjoy. Hey icons, I'm going to say this because I say it a thousand times and I'll say it a thousand times more. I want you to know how grateful I am that you're here. I truly mean that. It means the world to me to show up. And I'm having this moment of gratitude where I realize so much of my life experiences that didn't make a lot of sense to me in the time or felt dark and maybe still have a bit of shadow if I'm being honest, it really brings to light the reason, the purpose, the lesson that I was able to cultivate through that experience and now bring forward to serve other people with. And it feels really good. It feels really good to look back at some of the things I've worked through with some loving eyes versus a sad heart. So I don't know if any of you can relate to that or if you've had experiences and you are now living a life where you're taking those and paying it forward through the lessons and so on and so forth. And that was really the desire on my heart for this particular podcast. But I do want to give you a bit of a background story because I think it's important. So last weekend, I was, you know, just enjoying the outdoors, enjoying my family as I normally do on a weekend, but I kept hearing teach people how to share their story teach people how to market themselves online. It was just this whisper that I kept hearing over and over and over again. And it wasn't that I pushed it aside. I actually considered that, yes, this is actually something I should lean into and will lean into, but I wasn't necessarily inspired into action for what that looked like or what that felt like. I was just listening. So this was the weekend, the Monday, I get on a call with someone who is curious about what it was like to work with me and the different offerings and capacities in which she could work with me. And I asked her what motivated you or attracted you to me or booking this call with me. And she said, well, that's very clear to me. It was how you show up online, how you tell stories, how authentic you are. I really feel like what we see online is what you are offline. Not only was that a beautiful compliment that I take and cherish and I'm grateful for, but it is the truth. It is the truth. 
And that is important to me as a person that I really work diligently at catching myself in performative times, which happen, but also celebrating that it doesn't have to be perfect. And I think that's one of the first things I'd love to teach or facilitate through this conversation about developing your story and how you show up online and share things is understanding that it doesn't have to be perfect. And as a matter of fact, the less perfect it is, the more people are appealing to the message and resonating with what you have to say and sense in themselves that, huh, maybe I could do something like that, or maybe I could stretch into something new because of how you're showing up. Now I will record another podcast on showing up and being seen. So that is a different subject, but today I just wanted to sink into how to tell a story because I do feel like we have this spectrum And one side of the spectrum, so one extreme, is a person who overshares. And we've all witnessed this. They are sharing their struggles, they call it, their deepest, darkest secrets, the traumas of their lives. There's just a lot of oversharing of their emotions, treating social media or the online space as a place to go and sort of verbally process a lot of the things that one goes through in their life. And although I hold space for that person, my heart goes out to that person. I too have had those things. I can resonate with a lot of things they're saying. I understand how that feels. I don't think that is the proper place to work through something that is for breath work therapy, a life coach. There's lots of resources out there to work through something because often, and this may sting, so forgive me if it does, but let me be a truth teller to you today. Often the people who are oversharing online are the people who are looking for validation. They don't have that validation within yet. And so they are looking for other people to get into their DMs or comment and say, oh, me too. Or I'm so sorry that person treated you like that. Or, you know, I I feel so badly this happened to you. You're the best. And so it's this subconscious, because I don't believe people do this consciously, but subconscious belief system that I need people to tell me how great I am because I'm not feeling so great right now in this moment. So there's that side of the spectrum. Then we have the other side of the spectrum. And the other side of the spectrum is the person who's very closed. You really don't know much about them at all. They'll show up and maybe drop in, here's three ways to build a sales funnel, or here's four steps to starting an online business. They're very to the point tactical, but you don't really get a feeling of who they are as a person. And I believe that side of the spectrum is a person who is really afraid of being vulnerable. Those are the types of people who are fearful of putting themselves out there and being hurt or having an online meanie, (laughs) I mean, there's no other word for it, come out and say something about them. They're feeling a little fragile. What if I told you that in just six weeks, you could completely transform your life and business. What if I told you in six weeks, you would be so liberated, aware, and elevated that the amount of miracles pouring into your business and life would be unstoppable. 
That is what I'm giving and promising through Soulful Sales. Soulful Sales is the first opportunity I have seen in the marketplace that creates a true transformation of the abundance in your business. You see, I could teach you funnels and sales tactics and marketing strategies, and those things have their place and importance. But if it's not matched with alignment and purpose and mission, there will always be a disconnect in your business. This six-week program walks you through facilitated trainings on things like how to truly be yourself. I mean, be yourself confidently. Energy and consciousness, timelines and goals with complete surrender, cultivating an experience for the clients you have, and tying that all together with how to now stand out and proclaim this into the world through communicating well in your messaging. After these trainings, they're matched with group coaching every single week where you get to come into this intimate setting, ask questions, gain clarity, dive deeper, get some coaching with me so that you are truly being transformed week after week after week. And see the difference and the intention around this soulful sales and this experience is truly that. I wanted to create an experience. So not only were you learning, but you were actually living this at the same time. So after the six weeks, you felt completely different, ready to show up differently and welcome in all the miracles that are coming and flowing and ready for you. If this sounds like something that is resonating, if your body is saying, yes, Jen, yes, I know this is the piece I really want to lean into, the link is down in the show notes. You can go to jenspiegel.com or hit me over on Instagram, whatever suits you. But I am personally inviting you the leader who wants to be more aware and elevated and conscious, the leader who wants to have people feel seen and heard and understood and served, that they are so attracted to you, they can't take their eyes off of you and they want to be your clients for life. I'm inviting you in, Soulful Sales, my friend. This is one experience that I have never seen and I am so excited to give. How do I identify these two spectrums? Well, because I have been on both sides of those spectrums. I was an oversharer. I trusted everyone. I felt like people would support me and hold space for me and really give me that nudge, that recognition that I was craving in that moment because I wasn't giving it to myself. And that wasn't necessarily very attractive. It was a time in my life where I can honestly say I was a little bit of a victim mentality. And so growing a business, showing up online, it's not that you hide these things, but you definitely need to set some boundaries and realize not everything is for sharing yet. And then from that experience and experiencing people taking advantage of me or taking these stories and utilizing them to hurt me, I moved to the complete opposite end and became that person who wanted nobody to know anything about me. Very protective very afraid of being vulnerable, very afraid of people. My saying used to be, I don't leave my house because it's too people-y out there. So both sides had a portion of me that was hurt, tender, unseen, uncertain. And I love and respect both sides of those people I was. That's what I knew in that moment. But what has created this incredible synergy And how I show up online is the forgiveness of both of those moments, if we can call them that, or people, if we can call it versions of myself, that I was the forgiveness, the empathy, the compassion towards 
who I was in that moment, and now being able to mold the two of those together to realize they actually fit really beautifully when the healing has been done within. So I've done a lot of personal work on my inner self and healing some things that needed to be healed and forgiveness. Big piece was forgiveness and also making sure I was setting really big, beautiful boundaries over things that I would share and things that I wouldn't share. And knowing that if I were to share these vulnerable pieces of my story myself, but realizing that when I show up online and share with boundaries, that I'm also opening myself up to an experience of being judged or somebody commenting or somebody disagreeing or having a different opinion and maybe not approaching it with the same love and light I would. And there's something very like building confidence in yourself. There's something very big and beautiful about that permission to show up as yourself and then show up with the knowing that there could be somebody out there that feels triggered by what you say and reacts in a way that you wouldn't, but knowing that that has nothing to do with you, that that permission to be yourself and separate from the way somebody interprets or wants to react to what you have to say. That's a big growth curve for me, very big. And it took time and I still work on it because I am someone with a massive heart and someone who's open to people that have an open heart center, I can very quickly take on the energies of this world, good and not so good. But what this has done, this practice, what it's done for me is taught me that it feels really good to share stories and some stories that are not very flattering. And it also feels really good to share stories that are really flattering. And what are those experiences? What are those, hear me, lessons, because this is the juicy part. This is the secret sauce to being really effective of how you storytell online. It's not that you don't share vulnerable things and you may even still be working through them, but make sure that you're worked through it enough that there's some sort of lesson that can be applied to that experience something that you learned and can do differently in your life and teach others through. That's the difference. So I want to repeat this so you hear me. You heard about the opposite end of the spectrum, the oversharer, the undersharer, meeting in the middle, setting boundaries, being prepared that some people may say something, but that is not of you or the experience you're creating. That is them being triggered in their own journey. So that permission to be self is beautiful, but then realizing the art of molding those two together and the art is being able to tell a story. Here's where I was. Here's what it felt like because emotion is beautiful. People connect to that like, oh my gosh, me too. And maybe that wasn't their experience, quote unquote, but they felt that in another way, in a different capacity, but they relate So now they're paying attention because like, oh goodness, I'm either there or I've been there. And you can talk about how you felt hurt or betrayed or like a failure or whatever it is you're working through. What did you do to work through that experience? What were some of the tactics, the things you did? You know, I ended up doing a lot of journaling or I hired a coach or 
you know, I ended up making a pivot in my business. What was it that you started doing differently to change your circumstances? And what was the lesson? So hear me, how did it feel? Give us some emotion. Tell us what it was like. Give us some bits that, you know, feel maybe even a little icky to share. What did you do to work through it? What were some tactical tips, some things that you did that when you recognize, I don't want to stay here anymore and changing my circumstances. And then what was the lesson? What do you know now that you have worked through it and you can look back and recognize that this was all on purpose? This is a beautiful way of storytelling online and it really molds into anything you're talking about. I mean, you could be talking about parenting. You could be talking about the way you ate yesterday. You could be talking about a new program and how this is where I was in my business and I was selling programs and nobody would buy and it felt like I felt like a complete failure. I was questioning myself, but then I just realized I needed to hire a coach who could work through some of these strategies that weren't clicking for me. And when I hired this coach, I just reworked some of the things that I was sharing and I sold out my program. Do you see? Or I used to hear me out. I know I've shared this a time or two, so I'm just going to share it again. I used to numb myself by sitting on the couch and drinking a glass of wine and eating a bowl of chips. And it felt good in the moment. I felt just away from the world. I wasn't thinking about anything. But what I realized was I would wake up the next morning and shame myself and almost punish myself for making those choices, not just being okay with the fact that I had a glass of wine and a bowl of chips. And so it was this constant cycle of feeling like I was punishing myself and shaming myself and numbing myself. And what I realized was I needed to exchange my habits. I realized that instead of sitting down on the couch with a glass of wine, I'm going to start hitting the bike and my Peloton and completely changing the routine of my evening. And what I realized by doing that is it feels so much better. I'm energized. I wake up happy and clear and excited for the day versus blurry. And I also have a lot of compassion for that person because we were in a time where it was a really uncertain world. Do you see how I worked through that? And that is what will bring people forward on their hands and knees being like, me, you're speaking my language. I am crawling right now. I am really looking for answers. And you're sharing exactly what's on my heart. I felt this way when I read the book Untamed by Glennon Doyle. I thought, did she jump in my head or my body in some way, shape or form, come out and write the book. Like I felt like those words were words that I wasn't able to articulate. And these words just felt like my soul in so many ways. I mean, there were some things that were different in our experiences, but I remember feeling that way. And that is a beautiful example of storytelling. And it's a beautiful example in that book. If you've not read it, read it of here was a place I was in, here's what I did, and here's where I am today. And that will be the inspiration, the evidence, the courage for that person listening in. It will magnetize people towards you because they feel that they can relate to you because you've had some things you've worked through, that you have this advice they can take now into their own lives, and they're inspired because you're in a different place today as a result of that. It's hopeful. It's joyful. 
So I look forward to seeing you show up online and sharing your experiences and making sure that we are in the middle of the spectrum, that we're blending these two things and that we're not too far in oversharing and we're not too far in the worry of being vulnerable and keeping it too businessy without the human touch, the soul touch. And when we practice this over and over again, it will just be how you show up. It will be fluid. It will just roll off your tongue and it will be something that people really resonate with. And I look forward to that for you. Thanks, friends. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you know how deeply grateful I am for the time and space you give to the Becoming Iconic podcast. It is an honor and a privilege to show up here twice a week and pour into you. And thank you for those five-star reviews that you've been giving and those beautiful compliments. It means so much. And the time you spend to do that is just the most beautiful way to give back. The other thing I wanna challenge us to as a community is to share more. It's so simple to copy this link into a text to a friend who you think would benefit from what you just listened to or share it into your stories. Make sure to tag me, by the way, because I love resharing and allowing your network to maybe discover something that they wouldn't have if it weren't for you. And just a gentle reminder that jenspiegel.com, that website was designed for you, for you in mind and what you need in your life and business, the blog, the resources, the different ways of working together, they all sit there and they're available to you. So I challenge you to go over there and make it a habit of checking out what's new and exciting. At the end of the day, I just want you to know I love this community. I appreciate being able to show up for you and I just want you to make it a great day.